Hey everybody, welcome to Dead Air. Give me a sec, let me see. I'm currently getting shot. Dose is getting shot. While he handles that, right, I'll introduce everybody. Alright, sorry, I plan playing Watch Dogs 1 in 2018 for some reason. Why not? It's probably better now than when it launched. Well, no, now there's not people specifically with the Muslim, furry, scat fetishist, clown fetishist, none of that exists anymore. You can't just go on a genocide against people you hate. <laughs> You can't just kill people for not being normies and also for being normies now. Well, uh, this is the more updated version where we actually have two microphones instead of one, so we're not sharing one. So it's going to sound slightly better. Yeah. All right, so, how many, how long has it been? Two years since we recorded anything? Probably. That's well, not... we recorded that thing with Alex. Yeah, and that never got online. I still have it, though. It's really funny. If I ever edit it, it's really good. um, It's just like two hours of me and Alex talking, mainly because you were trying to play... What game were you playing? It was that uh, legacy um, game? Fuck. The Guild. Guild 2. The Guild 2. That's what it was. And right. I, I have a, I had a small church. I was making money. I was. Then you were um, playing as Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah, I played as Nick Cage. It was good. It Fun was fact good. that I learned. You know why Nick Cage chose Cage as his stage name? No. His favorite superhero was Luke Cage, oh. the buff black dude, Power Man. And then eventually he just came by. He just went by like Luke Cage. He's got his own Netflix show now. Yeah. Sounds right. like a good time for that guy. So, uh, since we usually run out of funny topics to talk about on here because like we're not we're thinking more about it I thought I'd just read a news story for everybody and this is an article from Noisy which is the music that's the musical offshoot of Vice if you don't know ew um this article is titled these are the first Olympics of the meme era and it kicks ass Can we get the counter argument instead? The su- the I'm sure there's comments on this. Let's let's go through. The sub headline is from from Tit Sante. <laughs> I'm assuming it's T, but it's T I T. No, it's Tit. From Tit Santa's hashtag <laughs> hashtag free Mick Mill message to Chloe Kim's gold medal soundtrack. Wait, gold medal soundtrack is that an event in the Olympics now? No, I think they mean that's what she. she this song she danced to is meme worthy, which I've heard this article previously, and not really, but we'll get to that. The 2018 Winter Olympics in uh, South Korea. I don't know. The, I don't want to mispronounce that. Oh, uh, isn't it North Korea? Is it? Yeah, it's like Pyongyang. I thought that was, I, I assumed they were in South Korea because I didn't think North Korea would ever allow that shit. I thought fucking. I didn't think the world would allow it, but I yeah. think that's what happened. Let's let's double confirm that before I'm completely retarded. Let's see. I mean, it shows you how up-to-date we are. The only ex- event I watched was the long jumping. No, it's in South Korea. Oh. I was gonna say, I was like, there's no way North Korea would allow all that, like, fanfare and shit. Yeah, that's true. Oh, oh let me finish that. So, 2018 Winter Olympics in, I think it's Pyeongchang, have been dank AF. That physically hurt for me to hear. This is written by Lauren O'Neill. Uh, Alright, here we go. In the last week or so, there has emerged yet another cool new way to realize you're old by comparing yourself to the U.S. team snowboarders currently competing at the Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang, South Korea. 
Americans Chloe Kim and Red Red oh. Ger- Red I Gerard. thought Chloe Kim was like part of the Kardashians, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to hear about them. No, no, there, there's a Kardashian named Chloe and a Kardashian named Kim. Okay, that's where you're confused. So this isn't Chloe or Kim. This is Chloe Kim. Yes, that's better. Uh, Chloe Kim and Red uh, Gerard, ages 18 and 17 respectively, the have both represented their country at the games to the very highest level, having earned medal- gold medals as in. They have flipped their bodies around on snowboards so fucking hard, that's in the article by the way, that there is now officially nobody in the world who's better at flipping their body around on a snowboard. They are winners, and you, uh, parentheses, 27 on your sofa covered in Cheeto dust watching them on TV, close parentheses. I mean, that's awfully presumptuous. That's that's very, like, I'm assuming that's projection, because I'm not 27, I don't usually sit on my sofa. I'm currently on a futon. It's not even mine. And I, I haven't eaten Cheetos in like two months. Uh, at, at past games, Chloe, Red, and their fellow teen sp- snow sport prodigies might have felt like untouchable superhumans, but at this year's outing, they're actually refreshingly relatable. That's because while they might be amazingly, parentheses, sickening, sickeningly talented, they're also part of a generation which was raised on the internet. <sighs> I mean, what is that? Where's the, where's the Kekistan uh, snow right, border? Check that out. I'm right here. They're also part of a generation which was raised on the internet and which is now in the spotlight on primetime TV everywhere. Not really, uh, not, not necessarily. Depending on where you are in the world, it might, it, like, I was watching... Oh, so- like, it's us feeling like they're untouchable superhumans, not the other way around, because that's how it's written and implied to me. Oh, okay. I'm like, really? Like, oh, I didn't we're even... the best. Oh, fuck all you guys. And then it's, but no, you're there with the best of the world. No, I, yeah, it's, I, didn't even, I, didn't even re- uh, I didn't even read that part when I first read this article. I skimmed. You can tell why. Yeah. Um, on primetime TV everywhere. Therefore, despite the gravitas of these young athletes, okay. first big world stage outing, They've been tweeting, snapping, and behaving in ways which are easy to memify all the way through. You might say the that the 2018 Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang are also the inaugural meme Olympics. Oh my God, which which rules which rules because a anything that helps to make sport feel more accessible is great. Just watch it. I fucking love hockey. I've never even played hockey. What's it's hockey. B. It's really really funny. Okay. Oh God. Uh, all right. Is just how long is this article? Like, oh. Well, there's lots of pictures I'm skipping over of tweets and shit, but we don't need those. Uh, there are lots of reasons why the 2018 games have felt like they're the most culturally relevant in this era. One of the one of those is that this is the first Olympic Games to allow skaters to perform to music with lyrics following a rule change from figure skating's international governing body from the Sochi Winter Olympics 2014. The skaters have accordingly been going ham. Which is an acronym and she spelled it like the pork product. I mean, isn't that the appropriate acronym? Isn't that how the acronym itself is spelled? Maybe? I don't know. This is a fucking like legitimate article. You think she'd at least... Uh, let's just skip it because there's more to be pissed off about. 
you'll I'm like kind of hurrying, man. You'll, you'll like one of these choices that's coming up. I read this part. French figure skater. No, very French name. Uh, Maï Bernice Matti, something like that. There's lots of accents. Like every French. every other every e in that in that name has an accent on it. For example, piqued our interest uh, when she chose to perform her routine to a melody of like Beyonce. French, dude. I like French. I heard one thing about French. You know what it was? What? Give up trying to figure out how to spell things phonetically. Everything is spelled purely for the aesthetic. I mean, it's... It yeah. three E's in the crepe. Well, I mean, look how many E's are in this chick's name. How many fucking E's One, two, yeah, three... Oh, no, there's one E without an accent. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six E's? You're using up all the E's. Fucking tone it down a little bit. Uh, so she performed a melody of Beyonce's Halo and Run the World. There have been skates to Despacito. And, uh, this is the one you'll like. And by the way, that uh is in the article. And, uh, the disturbed cover of Sound of Silence. The last one feels particularly destined for meme legend status, considering I mean, this... that's not really meme, it's, it's just a good cover. Not. That's what I said. But here's what she said. Uh, considering the song's line, Hello Darkness, my friend, is already common online parlace. Fairly predictably, it has been a hit with the internet, as Stan Twitter... A Stan Twitter. It says, as as Stan, Twitter has picked up... I think she misspelled something there. Has picked up on footage of the routines and discrimin- uh, disseminated it further afield. Disseminated This bitch is using weird prose. She's like using fancy ass words like disseminated, but then she's saying they're going ham as fuck in South Korea, yo. I mean, memes, lol. So although this is a tweet from Adam Ripon, which I'm assuming is an athlete. To all those who tweeted me saying that they hope they hope I fail, quote, I have failed many times, many times, many times in my life. He said it twice, not just many, many. But more importantly, I've learned. Every setback, pre- uh, that's there's nothing interesting there. That's just him like, don't make fun of me. The skaters aren't the only ones who've made some colorful music choices. Chloe Kim, uh, that's Chloe Kim, uh, and the icon who tweeted about breakfast sandwiches and being hungry between. I like she's an icon because she was like, I really want to fucking eat a breakfast sandwich in between snowboarding. Man, I'm kind of hungry today. You're a fucking icon. Wait, do you have boobs? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like, her, she's an icon because she tweeted she was hangry on the half pipe because she hadn't had a breakfast sandwich yet or something like that. Now she's now she's an icon apparently. <laughs> that chick who like stood up to her instructor that like sexually assaulted her is old news. This bitch ate a sandwich. I mean, was it a good sandwich though? Maybe I don't really know the specific. They might include it on here. Probably uh, between uh, she, uh, let's see, the icon who tweeted about breakfast sandwiches and being hangry between the half pipe runs that eventually led to her gold medal win, inventing a meme in the process. I don't know what that meme. meme. I don't know. The fact that she's hangry, probably, which is already in and of itself a thing. She's been listening. Uh, wait, okay. Also made internet headlines as she divulged what music she's been listening to during her gold medal program. 
She told ESPN that she thinks she was plugged in into Migos Motorsport, which I'm, I remember Migos' album came out recently, and I was really surprised that people still cared who they were and were giving that album, like, critical acclaim. You know who Migos is? I've never heard of Migos in my life. Yes, you have. Hannah Montana! Hannah Montana! Hannah Montana! Oh. Those guys, the, the Versace guys. And, like, when that album came out, they had a thing of it on Snapchat, and it was just people... There was one lady crying. She's right. like, Post Malone has a has a okay. feature on this album. And I was like, I like Post Malone. I've never wanted to cry while All listening right, to so it. I have this bottle of pills. I'm just gonna... just gonna open this, this, this baby up and just... Only take half, because we're gonna... We got, we're only about halfway through this article. Okay. Oh, no, we're about three-quarters of it. Anyway... So she listened, just plugged into Migos Motorsport, Lady Gaga's paparazzi, as she performed her runs. And honestly, I can't think of a more internet-ready piece of information this year than the fact that Migos contributed to a gold medal win I'm at the Olympics. To out how much of this is sarcasm? How much of this is actual journalism? This is actually her reporting. Like, I'm reading this kind of sarcastically, but if you look at it, it's how much of it is a Poe? What do you mean? A Poe is um. A parody that is so close to reality that you can't distinguish it. I don't think any of it's like that. I think this is all legit. Uh, where was I? I contributed gold medal into. It's a perfect, unexpected union of two parts of the zeitgeist, which always makes for online dynamite. And of course, an 18-year-old not yet out of high school would know that. Okay. There's also been some more serious internetting going on. Okay. Why is internetting used as a verb? I don't know. This bitch is all over the place. She's using big words and then she's making up words. She used AF in her subheadline. Professional fucking journalist. Okay, where was I? Uh, more serious internetting going on, whereby athletes have used their online platform not just to prove that they're cool, chill, just like the rest of us. But for good, too. The figure skater Adam Rippon, that's the guy whose tweet I read a minute ago, who recently became the first openly gay U.S. athlete to medal at an Olympics, has used his enhanced public prominence to pr- promote LGBT... That's a fucking... That's an alliteration there. LGBT visibility at the games and beyond, particularly on Twitter, where he's made memes of both his eyebrows and those who dare to doubt him. That wasn't really a meme. He just said, if you think I'm going to lose because I'm gay, you're an idiot. It's not a meme. Does this woman know what what a meme is? Do you know what a meme is? Because clearly he's memeing about being gay. He's memeing hard, apparently. I mean, he's trying to transcend into meme lord status. I guess so. He's like, gay, don't make fun of me because I'm gay. And everyone's like, dude, those memes are dank. No, I just... (laughs) He's like, I'm gay and I listen to Migos. Oh my god, I'm having a fucking aneurysm from it's my so internet ready. <laughs> I'm having a fucking Dude. aneurysm from this. I mean, I am, but that's unrelated. They're having a good aneurysm. Anyway, whatever. Uh, because of his sexuality. Meanwhile, Slovian snowboarder Tit Santa, I mentioned earlier, Tit Sante, I think his name is, has advocated. For the prison release of rapper Meek Mill, who I didn't even know was arrested. Do people care about Meek Mill? After I don't. I never did anyway, and then after Drake made that one song about him, I was like, well, man, I guess he's done now. And then 
Then Nicki Minaj divorced him, and his life is just in. Now he's in prison, apparently. And his I, life just went really for, far downhill any, after if, he had that if, uh, ill-advised beef with. If, fucking if any, it, like, there's if anything you can say about all this crap is that one man's looking out for Meek Mill at the, do- the bottom of his life. Tit Santa's out there writing shit on a snowboard. Fucking props to you, man. Props to you for standing up for Meek Mill. I don't know why, but, but props to you for standing up for Meek Mill. Basically, uh, they have a picture of it. It's basically when the snowboarders finish and they're doing that little post-run shot yeah. where they're standing there looking at their score, he picks up his board and he's got hashtag free Meek Mill written on it. Oh... Not really a meme, just kind of something he wrote. He could have just wrote, like, dick nuts on there. could have wrote these nuts. If he drew a picture of dick butt, that would have been a meme. That would have been funny. I mean, I considering that like, anybody listens to Meek Mill anymore is funny, though. That is kind of... Well, I mean, t- the one guy who did, he's a, he's a Slovian snowboarder. He's I mean, everyone's got to have a fan. Some dude. dude from Slovakia is like, oh, Meek Mill, my friend, he's the best rapper. He's the best rapper. He, he, he makes the good album. He's a much better person than Eli Roth, if you didn't know. After Eli Roth made a hostel, Slovenia came out and said, Hey, like, our country isn't a shithole. Why'd you make a movie where our country's a shithole? And then... Eli Roth came back and said, I made it so I could make it look like Americans think that all countries are bad. And I'm like... So you, you suck, Eli country? Roth. <laughs> What was Hostel? I never watched it. That's the uh, these these. Is the movie where the kids get murdered at the hostel? Yeah, it's these four bro dudes. Taking a break from this, these four bro dudes go to Europe and they're yeah. going to Amsterdam to get like hardcore poon out of fucking like weed. Like you know how like a good rule of horror movies is to like the characters, like spend like thirty minutes to an hour just getting to know them and you like them, so you don't want bad things to happen to them. Yeah. Eli Roth just assumes it's a horror movie. We want them well, you want to watch them die. So we just made them the biggest assholes possible. So you're watching this they're just four early twenties retards who really just want to fucking come in things and get drunk. And don't care what happens. Some like old gay man is like, oh you're very nice and he touches the guy on the leg and the dude's like, get the fuck away from me, you fucking faggot <laughs> I <laughs> I kind of want to watch this movie now. I make it sound better than it is. Like you watch it, you're kind of just like whatever. But uh, they they get laid in Amsterdam, and then they're traveling through Eastern Europe, and they wind up in Slovakia. I don't know why they went to Slovakia. I don't I don't think Slovakia is known for having like mad pussy or something. We should ask Simon. He's the only Eastern European we know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like apparently that Liechtenstein pussy is pretty good. Can we get uh, someone to confirm that for us, please? Uh, uh, they go to Slovakia. They hold up at this hostel. And this dude with a big nose is there. And he's like, you want to go get girls? And they're like, sure. And they go. And then they get knocked out. And they wake up. Well, two of them disappear. They're, they're one French friend who signed mm-hmm. his name as King of Swing or some shit. Anyway, that part's all done. What you need to know is they take his French friend. Yeah. And then they're like, there's like this mystery about where they went, and all the dudes go missing except for the main guy, whose name I fucking forget, because it doesn't matter. And then eventually, uh, well, like, this chick, one of the chicks that took the other guys comes to him and is like, oh, they went to an art show and uh, on the other side of town, and he's like, here, I'll drive you there. So she drives him there, drops him off, he gets out of the car, it's an abandoned warehouse, and he starts walking in, and this bitch behind him just starts maniacally laughing. 
So she's behind him, and she's supposed to be, like, setting him up. So imagine if you, you did this elaborate setup, and, like, it's like To Catch a Predator, but as you walk in, the guy who invited you to the To Catch a Predator house is just like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> So then he goes in, gets knocked out, wakes up, some dude's, like, cutting parts of him off with a chainsaw. He cuts off his fingers, and he's, like, like coming this just in his... doesn't sound good. He's coming in his pants about it, and then he trips and falls on, like, a ear that he cut off and, like, lands on the chainsaw and dies, like... Like that clown in the first Dead Rising game. And then the dude okay. the dude gets free and then runs to the other room and fucking... Um, oh, yeah, that was early in the movie. Fucking the gay dude that they were like, get the fuck away from me. He's a surgeon. Or he wants to be a surgeon, but he couldn't be because his hands shake. He's got tremors. So instead he goes to this club that's run by the hostel where he gets to, like, get people and operate on them. So... He got the dude that he was touching on, and he's, like, cutting parts off him and shit, and he's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm fucking, this is great. And then he, like, undoes his handcuffs, and is like, you're free to go, and the dude gets up, and his Achilles are sliced, and he falls back down. Oh. It's just a gore porn movie, really. Oh, yeah, and there's a whole subplot with these two assholes that are rich guys that, um are joining the club like you keep cutting to them and they like they 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 vote on they like to it's like a it's like a bachelor auction but when you win you get to torture and kill the person you paid for instead of take them on a date mm. so those dudes get there and the whole time one of the dudes is like oh it's gonna be fucking sweet dude it's gonna be fucking awesome and the other guy's like i don't know man i'm like i'm dull, like i'm pacifist and then they get there and the dude who was all hyped for it is like he he like cuts a finger off a chick and then he realizes it's terrible and he's like oh my god I'm a terrible person I'm leaving and then he's like fuck you and they're like you have to kill what you bought and he's like I'm not doing it and he runs in an elevator and he starts crying and then the elevator opens on the next floor and rabid dogs come in and eat him meanwhile the dude who was all reserved about it starts going off and is like cutting shit off and cutting titties off and all this shit why would you make that? Because Eli Roth's a fucking crazy person and makes shitty movies. That just doesn't sound good. I'll give him credit. I heard that the Green Inferno was good. I haven't seen it, so I can't confirm. But that's supposed to be good. He made that. And he was the Bear Jew in Inglorious Bastards. Oh, okay. So he did one good thing. Anyway... After that hostile trip, all this because of this fucker wrote Meat Mill on his on his surfboard on his on his surfboard. He wrote a surfboard down the mountain. I mean, that'd be pretty fucking. That'd be meme worthy. Where the fuck is those memes? Where's the Kekistani people at the Olympics? Oh yeah, they. If they did that, their careers would be over, dude. Like it's just this just a hard fact. I trained I trained all my life just to meme the Winter Olympics. Pulls a surfboard out and rides it down the mountain. Fucking just hear him just shout Hail Pepe. <laughs> All right, Santos photographed with hashtag #FreeMeatMill doodled on his board, and that image was then shared with the world. It was des- it was designed to be a meme. He has the blueprints for it, and a meme it became. And while it, it's not really like it's not really a meme because I don't I don't see that becoming a social thing like. You're not going to go on Instagram or fucking 4chan or something and just see tons of hashtag free Meek Mill memes. Look, here's a picture of Tony Hawk with hashtag free Meek Mill on a, on a skateboard. 
I mean, would you not, but, like, vote the shit out of that? It doesn't really interest me. <laughs> but it's Tony Hawk, and he's memeing. Do you remember when, like, the rule, when we were kids, like, the rule was, like, if you have a show about kids, Tony Hawk has the guest star at some point? No. If you go back and watch tons of, like, like at least 75% of the shows we watched as kids, there's always an episode of Tony Hawk pops up. So I left Zach and Cody. They're just hanging out. All of a sudden, oh, man, shit, it's Tony Hawk. Look, he did a kickflip. And then they're, they're like, oh, man, it's Tony Hawk. And I'm like, I was watching it when I was, like, 13, and the show's aimed towards, like, 10-year-olds. And I'm like, do 10-year-olds even know who Tony Hawk is? I was five when he did the 900, and that was, like, the peak of his career. Hmm. And then they were he was on Rocket Power, which that one made sense because I was about skater kids. But, like, Zach and Cody were just, like, fucking off in the lobby, and Mr. Mosby was like, I killed a man in the 80s! <laughs> I imagine that just on the show, just like, I killed a man in the 80s! <laughs> and then, like, Esteban was running around being a stereotype. And then all of a sudden, Tony Hawk came rolling through doing kickflips and busting ollies and shit, like... And Mr. Mosby's like, I'll kill you too, like, I killed that guy in the 80s! Stop messing up my lobby! <laughs> I'll call in Ferris Bueller and help me! <laughs> Ferris Bueller also killed a guy in the 80s while driving. Oh, God... <laughs> I think Mr. Mosby oh, was. Sh- <laughs> I think Mr. Mosby's was a uh, self-defense. I could be wrong about that, but I know uh, Matthew Broderick uh, ran over a dude. Oh. Uh, okay. Anyway, keep getting distracted. It was designed to. Well, hold on. Give me one minute here. I'm going to pause for a second. Alright, we're back. I had to take a break to check my phone. Anyway. A plus professionalism. Um, back to Tit Santa. Yeah, and how he's the only Meat Mill fan left in existence. He probably is. I don't know. I'm, I'm not really like connected to the hip-hop scene anymore, but... If I call, like, Leo, our hip-hop friend, I doubt he's gonna be like, oh, Meek Mill's, like, free Meek Mill, man. I mean, text him, see if he's at work right now. I don't think I have his number on this phone. Um, Um, It was designed to be a meme, and a meme it became. While it's been reposted both for lols, bitch spelled it with an S. It's lols. And in seriousness, the speed at which it zipped around the internet... It's just one reason why the meme Olympics have been so I mean, awesome. It, are you saying there's a screen cap? Of, uh... Of him holding the board? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How many tw- uh, shares does it have? Let me see. I gotta scroll up a little bit. Um... What's well, a Twitter thing from Deadspin, and it says... It's got 12.7k likes, and 7,494 people are talking about this. But it's not really zipping around the internet. I mean, really anything will zip around the internet if you give it a little bit of time. A picture of you with your shirt off would, like, wind up in China tomorrow and then properly be deleted. Yeah. Because it's China. Yeah. Especially Um, if... Oh, hey. Like, it's even more so if I, um... Like, have an American flag thing on me. Oh, yeah. Or you're wearing a shirt that says, like... Down with the Chinese government. Yeah, that'll get deleted in China real quick. I remember 
If you, I don't know if you spent a lot of time on Newgrounds as a kid like I did, but that one day the adult section. I went there occasionally, but I would spend like the rest of my free. I would spend the rest of my free time there too when I wasn't ready for titties. But uh, one day they did a thing where they agreed to all of China's policies to make the site friendly for Chinese users. It was the worst fucking day ever. What happened? Nothing was available. Like all the thumbnails were blank because it's like this is restricted, and you click on it and you couldn't watch the video. There was only, like, three things you could watch. I don't remember what they were. Anyway, this is a brand the internet. Just want to mean, uh, they're a reminder of how small the world can be and how good the internet can be at disseminating both information and jokes. That sounds kind of syrupy. But I, I don't know. But I think it's actually quite helpful to think about how the internet, and especially memes... The very point of which is to highlight our hashtag relatable commonalities. I mean, that's not really... That's not really what memes are about at all. Well, actual scientific memes? Yeah. But, like, internet memes are just, like, some idiot made a fucking thing in Photoshop and everyone else thought it was funny. <laughs> hashtag relatable commonality can unify and the Olympics, traditionally a wholesome event... It's a good example of how it brings us together around something celebratory. And while the 2018 Winter Games in Pyeongchang, I don't know if I'm saying that right or not, isn't the first time people have collectively gotten excited online about the Olympics. Yeah, I mean, pretty much any time the Olympics is on, all the internet's been around. Think of the fervor surrounding the Fierce Five and the Final Five U.S. Olympic gymnastics team of the Summer Olympics 2012 and 2016 captured internet imaginations for their close-knit girl gang spirit i i didn't i don't remember that at all i remember gabby douglas i mean literally because no she won knows. shitloads of gold and then all fox news had to say was bitch has got nappy hair i mean fox news also thinks that it was a pivotal moment for inclusivity in the um the miss universe pageant when a white woman with blonde hair and tattoos won, and not that an Indian woman won, Indian American woman. I mean, it is pretty crazy that a chick with tattoos won. Oh, it was Miss America, it wasn't Miss Universe. But it, but an Indian American won. Great day for inclusivity. A woman with tattoos got second place. <laughs> She's white well, and blonde. Fox News also had the lead story on my news app the other day with uh, that whole mozzarella missing from the mozzarella sticks fiasco. That was the number one trending story. Uh, Makes you wonder what story they didn't didn't go with in order to run that story. This mood, the the mood this time is overwhelmingly one of accessibility. For the first time, millennials. How are is that a mood? I don't know, Bruh, I, I'm sorry, I'm just not feeling really accessibility today. I'm overwhelmingly accessible. For the first time, Man, millennials. You really sp- should watch your um. What's the word I'm looking for? Watch who you ex- access you mean. It's, it's really fucking gross if you're. Don't just worry, no, nobody accesses me without a condom. Are you, uh, are you implying that they're fucking you? That's what I assume. I was implying they were just touching you really deep in the inside. Oh. I make them wear condoms for that, too. Oh, okay, yeah. I make them wear insemination gloves for pigs. Okay. Uh, for the first time, I'm millennials are the sports you know what I was, people. what I was talking about. Because <laughs> everyone else is probably really confused. <laughs> well, you didn't... They can't see the gesture. He made the 
Yeah, like fist in the ass gesture. Yeah. The first time millennials are the sports people we look up to, they're tweeting, selfieing, listening to. I mean, you can't just say taking selfies. Like selfies already kind of a corruption of English, but I'm willing to accept that. Like at least use it in proper grammar. Like, I accept what is the verb for selfies. To selfie, I guess. I don't know if you can use it as a verb. I think it's a noun. Or I guess it's sort of an adjective. This is a selfie picture. I don't know. It's a dumb word, but I've accepted. I took a. It's a noun. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You've I, um. I accept like selfie as a word now because it's in the lexicon. Like everybody knows what it means. Like just like I accepted unfriended, even though I didn't like it, or the fact that um, bootylicious is in the dictionary. I mean, I'm glad that one's. I'm, ki- I'm kind of glad that one's in there too. I just wish Beyonce couldn't take credit for it. You know what else is in the dictionary? What? Mansplaining. It is? They keep adding that. It's always like the Oxford Dictionary. You know it, right? Oxford? Uh, Oxford. Alright, we're in the last paragraph. For the first time, millennials are the sports people we look up to. They're tweeting, selfieing, listening to Migos, and winning gold medals as they you know, do. I'm only upset about one of those things. Is it the Migos? Yeah. I don't know, maybe their new album was good. You never know. I mean, fucking Big Crete had a bad couple songs, and his albums are fucking amazing. He he made radio songs for a while, and then he realized that nobody was buying it, so he went back to making his, like, badass southern rap, and then everyone liked it again, and he was like, well, you people suck my, suck my ass. I mean, are you really mad at them for not liking a terrible product? Well, because from the way I heard it is that he would get a record deal. They'd want him to make a certain type of music. So he'd make that certain type of music, and then it wouldn't sell, and they'd get mad at him. So he'd change it to something else they said was popular, and then it still wasn't popular. And he said, fuck it, I'm just going to do what I want. And then everybody liked him. Because, you know, it's good. People like good things sometimes. These young athletes are cool as fuck by default because of their incredible abilities. Not necessarily. No. But their use of and engagement with the internet is also a reminder that they listen to the same music and care about the same causes as the rest of us. They might be extraordinary. You know, what's really weird about these people is that they're people, is what I'm hearing. They might be extraordinary, but they also probably have a Snapchat. That's a beautiful thing. That was the end of the article. I remember It's extraordinary that they have this free app that's popular with the... Um, fifteen to twenty-two demographic. That, that, that I remember that last. It's really cool that that the fifteen to twenty-two year old has something that's really popular with the fifteen to twenty-two year olds. I I was reading this article the first time while donating plasma, and that last paragraph hurt me more than the needle insertion. <sighs> that was the the Mimi Olympics uh, article I told you about. Don't ever read that shit to me again. <laughs> that was miserable. Let's. I'm just gonna look up some Winter Olympics memes so we can get we can get in the know. Maybe we're just like old fat men. I mean, we are at least one of those things. We are fat, but maybe we're like too old to be hip with the kids and their snowboards and their meat mill and their whatnot. Winter Olympics best memes on the Google machine. 
Oh, hey, it's a copy of Far Cry 2. All right, here we go. Oh, I thought that was one of the memes. I liked Far Cry 2 except for the ending. Like, that game was awesome. It was like you were a bounty hunter in this, like, fictional African country. There's all this cool stuff going on. There's all these animals. It was fun as hell. You gotta trace down the jackal. You find the jackal. Turns out he's actually not a bad guy. You're gonna help him. And then, like, you get you get to him and you decide to help him. And then he says, look, this country suffered enough and we're part of the problem. You can either take this gasoline to the bridge and blow up with the bridge because we need to die. And, or you can take this gun and this money and get everybody, like, uh, exodus out of the country and shoot yourself in the head. And I was like, oh, I want to do that one because that scene's going to be awesome where I have to shoot myself in the head. So I take, I go to the, I go to the border, with all the people, I give them the money, and then your journalist friend walks up and takes a picture, and the credits start playing, and it's just five minutes of this really shitty picture of a bunch of black people standing together mm-hmm. while these three white guys try to make African music in the background. They're just like, and I'm like, the fuck is this? I'm so disappointed. And I'm like, what the fuck? Did they just have to rush that ending? I was expecting like a cool uh, yes. scene where like I had to watch the people leave and then I like cock the gun and put it in my head and I'm like, oh, that's brutal. It's like, I don't even know I killed myself. Maybe I was like, fuck the jackal. <laughs> I'm dying, I'm leaving. Jackal dumb blew up on a bridge. Fuck that guy. Alright, here we go. Best memes of Pyeongchang so far. We're about a week into the 2018 Winter Olympics. Uh, we've watched our as our athletes sweat, cried, and worked for the... Actually, who am I kidding? We watched it for the memes! <laughs> That's literally what it says. Which is why you're here too. Well, I mean, that's not why I'm there. That well, I mean, that's that's why we're at this article because I said let's look up the best memes, so we can be in the know. So without further ado, Select All presents. Oh, I guess that's this website. Select All presents the best memes so far from Pyeongchang. The return of the Tongang flag bearer. Two years after his debut in Rio, Tongyang athlete Pita Tao Fatu Fao. He must be Samoan, I guess. Or no, I guess he's Tongyang. I don't know if that's a country or an ethnicity. Came back for round two. This time around, that name I just said, because I'm not repeating it, is competing as a cross-country skier. He competed in Taekwondo in Rio, but he showed up to carry his country's flag during the opening ceremony looking as shirtless and oily as ever, despite the 28-degree weather. Here's one of the sick memes from Twitter. It's a picture of that guy. He's shirtless, and he's carrying his flag. Obviously, in his country's, like, formal wear, I'm a spo- or, like, tribal wear. Like, it's like, he's shirtless, he's got a headdress on, he's got a skirt, and he's carrying a flag. Uh, and the, the meme is, Bermuda, it's not that cold. We can wear shorts. Tonga guy, hold my beer. Hashtag opening ceremony. That, that didn't even work. I mean, like, I, get, didn't, I get the format they were trying. They didn't even use the hold my beer meme, right? Like, that's an actual meme. I like that one. I like the my favorite one is, uh, you can't have all four seasons in one state. Texas, hold my beer. Because <laughs> that shit's true. I mean, it's also true that he showed up without any clothes on. Well, no, I know, but, like, like, like they, they, they framed it all wrong. Meta glasses. With a bold... Satorical 
It's not satirical. It's S A R T O R I A L. Choice one can only assume will be all the rage of the next New York Fashion Week. South Korean figure skater Alex Kang Chan Cam Kang Chan Cam launched himself to meme status after dramatically pulling off a pair of Olympic ring-shaped glasses to reveal a second pair of shades beneath them. Classic. Yeah. This okay. South Korean gentleman just won the Tire Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These aren't really that interesting so far. Like, that, that bitch was making it sound like they fucking, like, they, like, wrote, like... Like, Mel Brooks came back to life and wrote these fucking memes. Wait. No, he's still alive. <laughs> Mel Brooks wrote Mel these Brooks memes. Died, Mel then Brooks came back died to life and, and came then back and wrote these memes. memes. I forgot. Mel Brooks is just, like, fucking 90. He looks dead, but that's I, unrelated. He, I mean, honestly, like... I know it's kind of mean to be like, they look bad, but, I mean, he doesn't look bad. He just looks really fucking old. <laughs> like, he looks like, he's like, hey, I made Silent Movie and Young Frankenstein. My my son wrote World War Z, and it's like, I, that's great, sir. Can you get out of the line, please? <laughs> Chloe Kim's tweets. In addition to, you know, winning gold, extremely good snowboarding team Chloe Kim found time quite literally between half pipe runs oh this is the legend one this is the icon maker dude wish I finished my breakfast sandwich but my stubborn self decided not to and now I'm getting hangry Why did oh you... shit did you hear that fresh meme she just dropped she said hey I'm hungry and angry she literally just time. tweeted about the fact that she didn't finish her breakfast sandwich and now she's hungry that's fucking that's icon making but question... If you say otherwise, you're sexist. <laughs> what was your question? You know what? You know what? I'm just kind of sick of your fucking negativity, man. I just... I don't know if we can keep going. Just... I just want to hear about some dumb bitch who just like... I'm stubborn, so I'm not gonna eat my breakfast, even though I'm hungry. No, I guess she. I'm gonna do it, and then she, she didn't, and then she's like, "I regret shooting myself in the foot here." I guess she kind of hurts. I guess she thought, you know, I don't want to be bloated, so I'm not gonna eat those whole sandwiches. Why don't you wrap it up and take it with you? Well, I mean, I guess you can't. I would make sense. I, I understand why she's, I mean, like, she's you, not trying you're, to be you're funny. You're in the Olympics. You can be like, excuse me, garçon. Can I get... Like, <laughs> excuse me, monsieur. It's I mean, like, it's man, you. we're Korean, man. My is name's it? Craig. All right, sure, fuck you, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you, ping pong. Can I get a like, sheet of aluminum foil for my breakfast sandwich, please? <laughs> Ma'am, ping pong's really racist. Oh, sorry, ping pong, Kim. Thank Chinese, you, that's, that whatever. is my birth name. <laughs> But no, just say, hey, can I get, like, a paper towel or something to wrap this well, up? Like, I'm not making fun of her. I'll just throw it in my lunch bag. I'll throw it in my lunch bag, yeah. And then, just, yeah, we'll be a little crushed with the, everything else in my lunch bag, but fuck it. Well, no, I mean, I just like... I the damn breakfast sandwich on the half pipe. They're gonna, what are they going to do? Like, I'm assuming man, she... you can't bring your sandwich on the snow. I'm assuming... Fuck you. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming what happened is... Because I'm assuming you can't take the food past where you're... The competing grounds. So she probably ate in a lounge beforehand and probably thought... I'm gonna eat this sandwich. I want to be bloated on the half pipe. I'm just gonna eat half of it. She could just wrap it up or shove it between her titties. Yeah, but that might fuck up her aerodynamics or some shit. Like, well, yeah, don't I, take it. Like, get into the competition space and then take it out later before you like. Build, the, hey, 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 pot, hey, coach, 
hold on to this. What is hold this? The, my this sandwich. My, this is my titty sandwich. And then he's like, all right, and he puts it in his coat. We won't fucking freeze. Puts his pants. Puts, so he said, just tuck it into your coat. And she, he does, and then he meets her at the end of the course. And he's like, whoa. And he's like, yeah. And he hands her the sandwich, and she eats I'm it. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying maybe that, that's what, that was her thought process. Like, she's not even trying to be funny. She's just like... Hey, that's a really bad render. This, uh, I'm I'm still playing Watch Dogs, and I'm at the Bean. Where <laughs> that really fucking is. Crippled. That really does not look like the Bean. Anyway, <sighs> so yeah, um, she probably just like I don't want to be bloated. I'm just gonna get rid of the sandwich. I'm not gonna eat it. And then like got on the half pipe and was like, "Fuck, I should eat that sandwich." I'm gonna tell my followers. I really should have eaten that sandwich. And everyone's like, whoa, whoa, hashtag hashtag meme status, bro. And she's like, "All right, the next one is Bullet Man." It didn't even have emojis or anything. She was literally just like, man, I should have eaten that rest of that sandwich. I should have stuck it between my titties, like Dose said. And it's like the, the Twitmore. <laughs> That's at the bottom of it. Bullet Man. Now, when I hear Bullet Man, I think of the 1970s action figure. <laughs> there are three statues standing outside the ski jumping center in Pyeongchang. And well, they look like a hybrid between a naked man and a giant silver penis, called Bullet Man. Statues were reportedly created to represent the human desire for a cool body. Memes obviously have ensued. So, this picture of that those things with uh, anime girl faces and hair. I'm, I'm, sure. Okay. Next one. Fuck this. Every word Adam Rapon has uttered this week. Ice skater Adam Rapon said he just wants to make Reese Witherspoon proud. Ugh. I, I suddenly don't like this man. Not because he's gay, just because he likes Reese Witherspoon. He told a reporter that his excellent performances this week can be, in part, credited to witchcraft. And he quoted Drag Race to all his haters on Twitter before winning a bronze medal. I'm a glamazon bitch ready for the runway. Also, there's that whole feuding with Vice President Mike Pence thing. Okay, that's the only thing that sounds meme-worthy. <laughs> but oh, let's see, on. there's a video clip. I, I'm not gonna lie, I zoned out. What the fuck happened to Mike Pence? Apparently Adam Rapon has a, has a Twitter beef with him or something. Well, from Reese Witherspoon to Elmo, what has that meant to you? Well, you know, on the spectrum from Reese with Is it a man? Elmo, yeah, that's the gay I'm, guy. I'm, like, excited oh. at about, like, a Meryl Streep. Does that make sense? Maybe. Okay. okay. Good luck the rest of the way. Thanks, Adam. Yeah, thank you, guys. That didn't have anything to do with Mike Pence. Why'd they include that link? That was just him saying, I like Elmo. Who doesn't? I'll tell you who. The kids that got molested by him. You remember that? Yes, I remember being molested by him. No, not that specific. I was six years old. It was a dark and stormy night, Christmas Eve, in fact. I feel like my door was busted open, and I heard Elmo must see Elmo's lost. (laughs) Elmo knows where you live. And the next thing I know, I'm in the hospital. There's a bunch of fur in my asshole, red fur, of course. He fisted me, Nick. Did you tickle him? Tickled me. Uh, tickled me real deep. He tickled your he spot. Yeah, he did. I feel like feuding with Mike Pence. Is... Just get the, some more pills now. <laughs> oh, you got him down there. Uh, By your feet. 
Oh, it's too late for me. I feel like I feel like feuding with Mike Pence is a one-sided affair. So I don't feel like Mike Mike Pence probably has to ask his wife if he can tweet back to a gay man. I don't think Mike Pence wants to acknowledge that he's got any kind of acknowledgement by anybody. The P.F. Chang's goof. The Olympics are being hosted in the South Korean city of Pyeongchang, which is not to be confused with America's Asian-inspired restaurant P.F. Chang's, which is exactly what Chicago television station WLS Channel 7 did on air, and then tried to excuse by saying that the P.F. Chang's graphic was for a satirical spot about the game. Yikes. It's just they shortened Pyeongchang to PF for some reason. Is there an F in it? No, there's not. I guess it was just a goof. I mean, it might have actually been for a satirical spot. Like, why is that so hard to believe? Why else would they have that graphic? Unless just some asshole works in their graphics department. I mean, that's also entirely possible. True. These kids licking the camera. Have you ever been nearby an NBC camera broadcasting live around the world and wondered, gee, what do you think about... These are... They seem like funny moments. They're funny. They don't really seem like memes. Like, I don't see multiple of them. There's not, like... There's no, like... There's not, like, a Pepe running around in them or something, or, like... Grimblow in the background. Grimblow was fucking Psychic Pebbles, Zach from Hellbenders. He made oh, this... Oh, yeah, the, the Grimblow from the McDonald's. It was it was this little purple dude with a big nose, and he always had a shotgun and a, and a mail-order wife. And, like, a bunch of people made art about it. That was an actual meme. He had a Grimblow art contest. Like, it was great. These are just, like, funny things that happened at the Olympics. It's like not like this kid licking a camera is, like, going, like, around the world, like, peep these hot memes. That was the last one, is the kid licking a camera. It's just a fucking fat Asian kid trying to lick a camera. <laughs> well, I mean, he looks fat. Is your candy... Also, one of these kids looks like fucking Hunter S. Thompson. Because it's like an Asian girl with big glasses. Okay, the Daily Mail article says funniest clever tweets. Okay. That's... That's true. It's just an art... Like, look at these tweets. Not joke is a meme. Look at these tweets that these athletes said. Aren't they funny? Yeah. I mean, they're probably not funny, but yes. I can see how someone would find them funny. And it's like, look at these memes. And it's like, she's had a hangry. It's not a meme. It's a funny word. Alright, now we got Winter Olympics Valentine's Day memes. From TimeMagazine.com I want to see some of these. No one can see it, but I'm just really, really sad now. (laughs) There's this side article that says Cardiologist boils weight loss down to one secret. I thought it said Cardiologist balls weigh less now. I was honestly waiting for you to go, like, cardiologist boils mental life. <laughs> I said, cardiologist balls weigh less now, and I'm like, who's this cardiologist with giant balls? Like, good for him for getting rid of his elephantitis <laughs> and his testicles. Glasses wearers are going crazy over this website. <laughs> it's just a series of It's just a picture of a fucking redheaded chick with a, with a big forehead. I was ready for just, like, a series of seizure-inducing images. Just <laughs> like, see, it's just glassesusa.com. Like, oh, shit, yeah, of course they're freaking out over a website where you can buy cheap glasses. Have you seen the price of glasses? 
one man just got very meta about Valentine's Day and Winter Olympics with a perfect... Oh, God, I'm not going to read this shit. Let's just get to the fucking Valentine's Day. How do you get meta about that? <laughs> do you want to actually read it so we can find out? Yeah. Okay, let me go back. I was kind of tired of it, but let's do it. One man... This is much shorter than that other article. One man just got very meta about Valentine's Day and Winter Olympics with a perfectly executed series of memes. Here we go again with the memes. There are probably a few so days... So you're saying them using the word meme wrong is a meme. That criminal I just stopped was a black man. Nothing says Happy Valentine's Day like a black man holding a gun. Yeah, Star Wars taught us that. Also, did you really, see it's the all about fame. Complete side thing. While we talk about Red Litter Media for five seconds, did you see the new Nerd Crew yeah. where Rich has uh, type 13 diabetes? I'm tired of Rich and his type 17 diabetes, dude. <laughs> If he drinks one, if he drinks any sugar, he'll die. If he even looks at one, he goes into a diabetic. <laughs> and he gulped coma. down the coke. <laughs> he started foaming at the mouth. <laughs> uh, last night I fell asleep while watching a half in the bag episode, and then I woke up at four in the morning to Rich fucking up that R two D two popcorn popper. <laughs> That's why I woke up. I was half asleep and started laughing my ass off, and then <gasps> fell back asleep. <laughs> All within like thirty seconds, I woke up and just saw him like, "Oh, you, you guys, like, should I be smoking?" Oh, that made me laugh more than any of these fucking memes have. Okay, there's, there are probably a few days when the world's attention is split between something as captivating as the Winter Olympics, and as polarizing Valentine's Day. Something as polarizing as Valentine's Day. It says something... Oh, okay. Something as captivating as the Winter Olympics and something as polarizing as Valentine's Day. Because, you know, some people are like, Fuck Valentine's Day. It's just to make money. No. Some people are like that. Some people are like, I don't do Valentine's Day because I don't like giving fucking girls things. They already have vaginas. What else do they need? Well, I think it's really just... There's no girl for them to give things to. More than likely that's the case. But let's not get into that. Uh, Let's just let them have them have their anger. Both events touch us all. Oh, and one press association reporter, Ed Dracot, Dracot, Draco, Dracot. It's like Draco with a TT on the end. Malfoy all right. discovered. All right, so what about Malfoy? Uh, Malfoy discovered that the action-packed photos from the Winter Olympics say everything we can't about the range of emotions one experiences during Valentine's Day. Hashtag Valentine's Day and hashtag Pyeongchang 2018 only crossover once. So it would be inexcusably rude not to take some of the finest Winter Olympics uh, at PA images and trivialize them into ham-fisted memes. Let's do this, he wrote Wednesday. Oh, that was him saying that. Uh, oh, he's like saying the new... Can you read that again? Because I... I'm yeah, I, I, I was... I was that I, was really, I, really not okay. I blanked out, and I didn't realize what was going on. I, I, I should have said, quote, I was just reading words off a page. <laughs> Quote, hashtag Valentine's Day and hashtag Pyeongchang 2018. Only crossover once. So it would be inexcusably rude not to take some of the finest Winter Olympics at PA images and trivialize them into ham-fisted memes. Let's do this. And that's what he said on Wednesday. So he's saying uh, the media is going to ham-fist memes. Apparently. Some meme makers just captioned one picture. But blessedly, this savvy guy really went the distance. Clearly these pictures... These pictures were made to communicate what it means to be seeking a valentine. Keep your songs about loves and mysteries. All we need is a photo from the 2019 Winter Olympics. God, are they, can they just fucking say the Winter Olympics? 
They keep putting the whole title. It's like when Leo talks about playing UFC. Did I ever tell you that story? No. We, like, uh, when we still hang out with Michael, Michael got UFC. And Leo would always be like, guys, let's go play UFC. Like, let's go play EA Sports UFC 2014. Like, he would list the whole thing. <laughs> it was really funny. I was like, Leo, you can just say UFC. <laughs> we all know what you're talking about. Like, I don't think you're going to bust on a Dreamcast and play the original UFC game. <laughs> If you did, that shit would be lit as fuck to quote one of these people in these articles because I made a black dude who was a Jeet Kune Do bo- uh, kickboxer, I think, or something mm-hmm. like that. He was a black dude with green hair and his name was Woody. And he was the best character ever. I took a dude out and won a hit in that game. I did like a fucking karate kid crane kick to his face and the dude just knocked out. And I was like, damn, Woody's a beast. And you just you crane kick a motherfucker in the face. You just When you're a black man named Woody, that's all you need. I had a friend of mine... I don't know why. I named him Woody because of the Toy Story character. I don't know why I made him a black dude with green hair. <laughs> Alright. So, I used to play this shit out of um, Fight Night Round 3 for the PS2. I fucking loved that game. And I built this heavyweight boxer, and I gave him max everything... But his speed was real low, so I gave him gear that bumped his speed to higher than the max. <laughs> and then I'd, like, put him up against the featherweights. <laughs> just so I could beat the shit out of him, and I'm like, Alright, I'm just gonna beat them into oblivion, I'm not gonna knock him out ever. So their faces were horribly disfigured. I don't know where I'm going with this, I just really like fucking <laughs> people up in that game. Well, I was oh, um, UFC, so... I, um... Oh yeah, my special, like... Excuse me. My special move was um, just a cold clock and was a haymaker. And I hit someone down in one hit. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to let you win. And I just ate shit for like two minutes. As they're like, bam, 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 bam. Again. And I'm on the ground. I'm like, I get I got fight night round four. Wait a minute. That kind of pissed me off. So I'd get up and then I'd like beat the other one. Fuck out of like asshole. I got Fight Night Round Four, and I made this character that I had come up with that I was writing a, like a mockumentary about, is a a, a jazz a, a funk singer named Booty Brown. Oh yeah, I, told, I think I told you about it. It was I was gonna make I wanted to make a mockumentary that was like a tribute to funk and like how weird all the people are like funkadelic and everything, and it was gonna be Booty Brown and his backing band, the Hershey Highway. And, like, I come up with all this good material. I might still do it at some point. But anyway, I was like, I'm going to make Booty Brown as a character. I'm going to make him as my character. Because I was like, maybe I'll make me. But they didn't have an option to be a fat dude. Like, if you were a heavyweight, you were just buff. I was like, no, I want to be a fat guy. I want to be, like, big country Nelson. That fat fuck with a mullet who fights. He was a black belt in Jeet Kune Do. <laughs> That's a real guy. He, he slimmed down now. But for a while, he was a fat man. Um, the, after he won his first championship... He immediately asked for a cheeseburger. That's great. Yeah, I know. Just won a championship. What are you going to do? Get me a cheeseburger. <laughs> so, and then UFC put pressure on him to lose weight. Because oh, I think yeah. he's actually a light heavyweight when he's in shape. But he was fighting in heavyweight because he was fat as fuck. I mean, he won. He did. He's pretty good. He still fights. So, like, now that he's slimmed down and he's pretty much heavyweight class on a, on a what is it, a lightweight body? I think he's like a light heavyweight, which is like the one in between lightweight and heavyweight. I don't know for sure. I don't know. See, that... he's like a moderate weight fighter fighting with the abilities and power of a heavyweight. Does he just win constantly? Uh, I'm not too sure. I know he still fights. I think he's got a pretty good record. 
I'm not an expert in these things. Um, before someone like listening is like a fucking UFC head and it's just like, oh, that's them having an aneurysm after listening to the meme portion of this episode. I mean, I had an aneurysm just sitting here recording. I know. Um, this oh, was but not I, fun I, at all. I Jesus made Booty Christ. Brown and I modeled him after James Brown. So and James Brown's our height, so he's a, like a short fucker. So he's like a featherweight. And he's like a scrawny black dude, and like he's got a good record. He's like four and zero. Oh, okay. uh, three in points and one in a knockout. And I remember when I got that knockout, I was so fucking happy. And he's and he wears like bright neon purple uh, tights that say uh, booty on the on the waist on the waistband. You know, you put your fighter name there. Yeah. So it just says booty, and he's got uh, like he's like I think it was like neon pink or neon purple tights and pink uh, boxing gloves. And he's got like the James Brown like processed hair look. Mm, yeah. Booty was the beast, man. Anyway, let's go back to this dumbass article <laughs> before we continue being funny for too long. I'm just... Some meme makers just caption... Okay, we should have read that already. Um, see the series of memes below. There's a meme for when you feel left out because everyone on Facebook seems to be partnered up. This is for you guys, because you're single. At least on Facebook. This is from uh, uh, Ed Draco Malfoy. Oh, okay, so his first tweet was that let's do this one. And after that, he tweeted this meme. There's some people out there who just won't let you avoid the sickly side. Hashtag Valentine's Day. Leave my cold heart in peace. It's two, two of the Olympic hockey guys fighting. Uh, the one of the, the fighting dude on the left is labeled as lovey-dovey couple on Facebook. And he's punching the dude straight in the chin. And the fist is labeled love. And the dude getting knocked out is labeled as me minding my own business. I mean, that's just ripping off another another meme. I mean, they didn't say they were new memes. Give that article this much. I the mean, other they one is a, that they were funny too. But there's this uh, other one of uh, I think it's a bobsledder flying really fast across the screen. And it says me, and then at the end of the thing is your DMs. So Can you stop with the sliding into your DMs jokes? I, I, apparently not. Uh, not the next good. one is uh, the Canadian hockey team in a huddle, and the goalie is labeled as me receiving a Valentine's Day text, and the rest of the group is the group chat workshopping my reply. Now this next one is uh, two people, and it's labeled as me and my sibling out for dinner on Valentine's Day, hoping no one will ask any questions. I guess it's a, a like a, like a brother and sister team in the Olympics. Now it's I'm just really done with this. <laughs> I mean, I'm just hurting. This isn't even good. Hey, you asked for this. I regret every second. Well, technically it was my fault for bringing up the topic. It was you for continuing with this one. Like, yeah, let's We're only two away from the end, I think, so let's finish this. Go. we got, we got to power through this. This one's a speed skating one. And the dude in the lead... Oh, okay, no, wait. 
Valentine's Day going on without me. Those are the speed skaters that are in the lead. There's one speed skater that's wiped out on his ass, and that's labeled me enforcing a second pancake day. Jesus. I feel like I'm dying. Now it's, uh... Three speed skaters crashed out in the barricades. And it says, this three stages of watching the notebook alone on Valentine's Day. The first chick's fine. Second chick's looks like she's kind of hurt. Third chick is, like, in fucking agony because she landed at a weird angle. I watched... The, the first time I watched The Notebook was by myself. I watched it with my dog, Coco. It was awesome. We're done with that. Praise Christ. Can we not... Can we not... No, we're not going any further. Thank you. <laughs> That, that skate performance to the Sound of Silence cover seems like it'd be pretty good. Like, I don't see anything meme-worthy about it. Anything that's suddenly popular is a meme. You need to understand that. Apparently, man. <laughs> At least... By the way, we can get Time Magazine for an all-time low of 58 cents per issue. Yeah, it just popped up right now. Oh, man. That was hell on Earth. By the way, one story from the Lamplex I actually liked is, like, Cool Runnings, like, vagina edition is, like, happening. Like, Jamaica has bobsled team has a woman's division now. I was like, are they gonna make Cool Runnings too? Like, with the chicks? Well, like, that also starts running the risk of ending up like Ghostbusters. True, but this one's based on a true story, so they can't fuck it up as badly. Wait, Cool Runnings wasn't true? I believe so. Let's look it up. I, I remember, I think I looked this up at once, and it is. A movie that's actually pretty funny. It's loosely loosely based on the true story of the Jamaican national bobsled team. Debut in the nineteen eighty eight Winter Olympics in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. So they probably added all the drama between the coach and the guys and the whatnot and who that and then whatnot. Uh, they probably were just friends by the end of it. Just Got athletes trying out a new thing. Like, I don't even know, like, there's no links with the cast list. So I don't even know if these are the actual dudes' names. They're probably like, oh, black dudes bobsledding. Let's make a movie about that. <laughs> it did well, didn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a great fucking movie. Budget $14 million, Box office $154.9 That's really good. Isn't that how much the Emoji movie got? Let's find out. Let's do some. Let's do some deep meme coverage. This is a deep meme coverage. 2018 Winter Olympics edition. Don't you ever say that to me again? <laughs> but honestly, that hangry tweet, meme of the year. <laughs> Y'all can't see it. <laughs> but the what the fuck was I looking up? I don't even remember. That. The hate in my eyes. <laughs> After I said that, I think I wiped my brain because I don't remember what I was about to say. Oh, the emoji movie. Okay. I'm starting to cry, man. That was was awful. Don't say that to me again. Okay. Can you apologize for that? No, it's the meme of the year. Dude, come on. It's icon making. Chloe Kim will forever be remembered for making that dank AF meme. Not the fact that she won gold medal in the Olympics. Fuck that. Who cares about gold medal? Oh, I only care if that gold's filled with chocolate. I won a gold medal at the Fat People Olympics. <laughs> they filled with chocolate. 
Did you did you at least take the foil off? Oh, the foil comes off. Yeah. Oh. It's not edible, dude. Oh. By fat people Olympics, do you mean like raiding the post Valentine's Day candy? It's just a all you can eat buffet at Marie Callender's. <laughs> like, we'll give you chocolate if you go away. The budget for the Emoji movie is only fifty million. That's surprising. Box office? Can you guess? Do you think it was a flop or a success? One twenty-five. No, higher actually. One fifty. Two hundred seventeen million. Box. I said one twenty-five. Two hundred seventeen million. Oh, god, dang it! That was his box up. That was like a, and the marketing is double the budget, so they made money. Presumably, that, that's pretty cheap for that movie. Looked pretty decent for the budget they had. We could have gotten Popeye. Oh no! I know. I wanted pot. Like, like I, what, I what's, your, what's your titties? That's actually just running Sony Pictures into the ground. Like I saw the Popeye trailer that was gonna like that actually looked good. Like I, I haven't been, I haven't been. But you can't modernize it. You can't modernize. You can't memify Popeye. <laughs> Even though you totally mean, could, because literally everyone in their twenties right now will see Popeye and be like, "Oh, that looks like a good kids movie," and they'll go see it. Here's but emojis? You want to look at the fucking like this shit? They didn't even include any of the actual emojis people okay. use. There was no eggplant. There was no sweat drops that you put next to the tongue. It was none of that. They could have made this a PG-13 movie. Had some sex jokes. Would have been great. Could have made it a PG-13 movie. Had a drug reference. Could have been great. But no, they didn't. They could have made it. It was great. They could have actually said shit. Yeah, they could have made it in the style. They could have made it an R-rated movie. Made it in the style of like Ren and Stimpy. Where they got the sex jokes. They got the fuck jokes, they got the drug jokes, they got the rape jokes, they got the uh, murder jokes. They could have had all of that. They just made it an R-rated movie, that's a cartoon. I mean, fucking Sausage Party did it and that made money. That movie they was could okay. have done something. And they could have actually had it representing, like a representation of high school. But they didn't. But do. They could have had that. But do jeans a me a meh emoji, but he has more than one emotion. They needed to tell that story. Okay, me and you at Sony Pictures. Alright, but this is just going to be a rule for the rest of this recording. If you say meme one more time, <laughs> I'm kicking no, you out of my house. I need to say it for this next thing. Listen. Get one. This is how This is how we're going to modernize Popeye, right? Me and you, Sony Pictures. I'm going in. Alright, okay guys. We're at Sony Pictures. And people are talking about you want to memeify Popeye, right? This is how you do it, alright? We're talking, we're gonna make this modern Popeye. You can't have some Navy men going around beating the shit out of people. You can't have that nowadays. You'll get pissed. So, I got two ideas. One, openly gay Popeye, alright? Yeah, second option. Wait, 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 back up. How is he. Wait, he isn't a Navy carry on. That's, 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 good, was, that's yeah, good enough. He's openly gay. I mean, that's a he also he has, a, he has a fight with the vice president. Fuck it. Uh, my other idea, now this is the one uh, I'm really rooting is for. Is this political commentary really gonna uh, sell? Can we sell a Mike Pence doll? As long as we meme it, it's fine. Kids love Get the memes. I told you one. <laughs> kids, kids, love, two. kids love the memes. Uh, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, okay. So Popeye. This is my. This is the other. Day. This is the one I'm voting for. You guys are gonna love it. All right. So we take Popeye, make it live action like Robin Williams, but forget Robin Williams because he's old and dead. 
We're going to put Chloe Kim in. She's going to get hanger. We're going to feed her a sandwich because they're beating people up. She's an icon. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. <laughs> Chloe Kim gets pissed off. She didn't finish the sandwich. And beats the shit out of several people. How long have we been going for right now? We have talked for an hour. Let's call it here. Wait. There was one thing I wanted to read. Let's finish on this. Because me and you, I don't think, have any plans to actually see the Emoji movie. I might buy it if it comes out on Bargain Bin for $5. <laughs> Let's read the plot real quick. And then I'll, then we'll wrap I this mean, up. I mean, I already watched the Jack's Films hour-long review. Do I really? Like, that was better than the actual Emoji movie. I just want to... Well, because there's stuff in here I didn't know. Gene is an emoji that lives in Textopolis. I don't know that's what it was called. A digital city inside the phone of user Alex. If it makes you feel any better, it's short. He's the son of two meh emojis called Merle and Mary. No, Mel and Mary. No, from now on it's Merle and Mary. And is able to make multiple expressions despite his parents' upbringing. His parents are hesitant of him going to work, but Gene insists so that he can feel useful. Upon receiving a text from his crush Addie, Alex decides to send her an emoji. When Gene is selected, he panics and makes a panicked expression and wrecks the text center. Gene is called in by Smiler, a smiley emoji, and leader of the text center, who concludes that Gene is a malfunction and therefore must be deleted. Gene is chased by bots, but is rescued by High Five, spelled H-I-5. A popular, uh, once popular emoji who has since lost his fame due to lack of use. He tells Gene that he can be fixed if they find a hacker, and High Five accompanies him so that he can reclaim his fame. Smiler sends more bots to look for Gene while she finds out that he left Textopolis as his actions have caused Alex to think that his phone needs to be fixed Gene and High Five go to a piracy app a piracy app yeah where they it's just on the app store bro where they meet a hacker emoji named Jailbreak who, who wants to reach Dropbox so she can live in the cloud Christ. <laughs> I feel so bad for the two guys who were tasked with writing this. One of them's named Leonidas. That's his last name. He could have done so much more with that. Oh my god, okay. Anyone with any kind of... The tree was attacked by Smiler's bots. I don't bots. know how to finish that sentence. I, there, don't even there's bother. There's nowhere for it to go. The trio was attacked by Smiler's bots, but managed to escape into the game Candy Crush. We all know this scene. Classic. Yeah. It, Almost as iconic as Hangry. Uh, nothing will ever be as iconic as Hangry. <laughs> nothing will, man. This is better than the Olympics as a whole. She just won the internet. They are once again attacked by bots. Wait. No, okay, they're in Candy Crush. Jailbreak reveals the gene can be fixed in the cloud, and the group goes off into the Just Dance app. I saw this scene. It's fucking horrifying. Uh, while there, Jailbreak is revealed to be a princess emoji who fled home after tiring of being stereotyped. Is there a princess emoji? I guess it's like the little emoji of like a, like a chick wearing a crown. 
But that one isn't like the shape she's in at all. I I don't know. I've seen the commercials. Yeah, she's uh. Well, anyway, she left home because she was tired of being stereotyped. She was tired of being mansplained about emojis. They they are once again attacked by bots. Emojis, if you will. And the, and their actions cause Alex to delete the Just Dance app. That was that was. Wait, the, there's an app for Just Dance. I mean, presumably it's like a game app on your phone. I don't know. How does that work? I don't. Just I don't. Dance it is... must be a thing because you watch the movie. I saw that scene and the Candy Crush scene, and they were both like obvious ads for the app. So there must be a Just Dance app because it, it was just like, look how awesome this game is. And when the when they delete it, it's pretty fucked up. Like. Everyone just dies, man. Like, fucking Gene and High Five are, like, walking through, and then, like, Alex is like, what the fuck's wrong with this app? I'm gonna delete it. Delete it. Everyone there, just, like, all the shit starts breaking. Everyone starts dying. The, the dance leader lady, like, she's just laying in the rubble of her home, just like, what's what happened? All because this fuck-off hand came and, like, fucked everything up. Uh, okay. Um. This is honestly just horrifying. Gene and Jailbreak escape. But High Five is taking along with the app and ends up in the trash. Okay, that's where they go. I didn't see that part. Mel and Mary, those are his parents. Or Merle, as I said earlier. Go searching for Gene and have a very lethargic argument. Because they're both meh emojis. They make up in the Instagram app where Mel reveals that he too is a malfunction, explaining Gene's behavior. While traveling through Spotify, or Spoofy, for our Israel friends... Uh, Jailbreak admits that she likes Gene just the way he is and that he should not be ashamed of his malfunction. They make it to the trash and rescue High Five but are soon attacked by an upgraded bot. They evade it and enter Dropbox where they encounter a firewall. The gang gets past it with a password being Addy's name and make it to the cloud where Jailbreak prepares to reprogram Gene Gene admits his feelings for jailbreak, but she wishes to stick to her plan of venturing into the cloud, unintentionally causing Gene to revert to his apathetic programming out of heartbreak. The upgraded bot takes Gene, and High Five and Jailbreak race after them on a Twitter bird summoned by Jailbreak. Can you imagine these dudes in the writer room? Just like, then they summon the fucking bird from Twitter, why not? Fuck it. As Smiler prepares to delete Gene, Mel and Mary arrive and are also threatened. Jailbreak and High Five arrive and disable the bot, which falls on top of Smiler. Alex has since taken his phone to the store and asked to have his phone erased to fix the problems. Out of desperation, Gene prepares to have himself texted to Eddie, making numerous faces to express himself, realizing that Eddie re- received a text from him. Alex stops his phone from getting erased, saving the emoji, finally getting to speak with Addie. Gene accepts himself for who he is and is celebrated by all the emojis. In a mid credit scene, Smiler has been regulated to the loser uh, to the loser lounge with the other forgotten and unused emoji- emotions for her crimes, wearing numerous braces due to her teeth being cracked by the bots and plain arid plain Arid losing a game of Go Fish. Is that the end of it? That's how the movie ends. Okay. 
Alright, uh... That's the plot for the emoji movie. Alright, so now he's missing an emoji. He's just straight up missing an emoji. The smiley emoji's gone. Well, she might have had kids. That's sequel. Smiler's kids come back and they want Gene fucking dead. Okay, so, like, his phone... Like, he's like, alright, my phone's glitching out. Erase it, please. Yeah, I saw that part. And then his phone glitches out more and he's like... Oh, but he get a text from his crush. His his crush slid into his DMs like a bobsled. Oh, that's why. Some bullshit. I mean, he's like, "Hey, give me a sec. I'm getting my phone cleared. Text me in like five minutes." And tosses it to the guy. Like, just go ahead. Yeah, that's what. That's what should have happened. That that's what would have happened. But he... or he just like writes down the fucking number. And you just... know what gets me? Jane reveals his feelings about jailbreak. Doesn't say anything about her returning them. Well, you know, yeah, that I know they don't bang. I knew that from Jack's films. I'm just saying there wasn't even like a no, mutual. They, no, she doesn't. That's she, the thing that she doesn't. She, she just sees him. She friends on some hard. She, oh man, she emoji, emoji emoji movie two unfriended. Emoji movie. God damn it! Every time you talk <laughs> about the emoji movie or 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 memes or the Winter Olympics. It just hurts. It hurts. I'm sorry you can't be progressive and see these icons rising. Fucking praise cack. Get the hell out of my house. <laughs> Alright, well, in there. Was, oh this is our God. unintentional Winter Olympics episode. Hey, we're timely, dude. We're topical. I am in pain. Well, we're topical, at least. We should make a really outdated joke just to set ourselves back to normal. Um... Fucking! Oh, if I say bullet man, they're gonna think I'm the, the penis statues. Kim Jong Un, impersonator at the Winter Olympics, said hi to the North Korean athletes, and they didn't say hi back. <laughs> now they reacted in horror. So I have this question: Will they be allowed back into the country, uh, and nothing will go wrong because, um. They rejected the imposter. Will they not be allowed because they interacted with the imposter, or will all of their families be sent to the gulag because they reacted so poorly to an image of the great leader? It's that is the question. Let's end it here. Yay. Good night, everybody. Bye, everybody. Stay hangry. Sorry. <laughs>